Welcome to A Builder's House. My name's Lauren Markham, and today we're opening the doors to Orton House. Now, Justine from Orton Building is joining us as part of the Divine Room series. Justine, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much. I'm very excited to be here. Now, you have plenty of beautiful rooms to pick from, but which one are we going to be chatting about today? Okay, this was a very tricky one for me, but I narrowed it down to where our kitchen sort of meets our outside area. So it's where the it's that connection from the inside of the house to the outside. So we've got our drop-down island bench on our kitchen um, and the continual timber flooring in the inside of the house. And we sort of have a similar timber look outside on the deck. And then we've got the beautiful deck that opens up into the pool and they all sort of connect together really well. So I think at the moment, that's my favorite space in the house. I think it would be my favorite space heading into summer as well, Justine. Now your partner, Luke, owns Orton Building. Can you tell me a little bit about his qualifications and the business? Yes, so he is a builder and a qualified builder. So he was a carpenter for like 10 years and then he's been a builder for probably close to another 10 years. Um, And he's got Orton Building. Well, we both got Orton Building, I guess, um, which we've had for close to 10 years as well now. And we build custom, mainly high-end residential homes, but like we also do a bit of everything. So Orton House is a new build, but it's not really your average new build. It's not a knockdown rebuild either. Can you tell us a little bit about the house that was on the block beforehand and where it is now? I'll have to share more about that process because it was crazy. Um, So we had the old house there and the original plan was to renovate it, but we had a lot of issues with council. Um, and it ended up just being way easier for us to have the house relocated rather than demolishing it and starting fresh. So it literally got cut in half, cut in half the original house and taken away on two truckloads. And it's relocated sort of in the next suburb kind of over. It's really quite amazing. That's wild. So do you guys still own the house or how did you get rid of it? I put it on Gumtree for free and someone well bought it essentially they paid for it to just be relocated so for us to demolish it it probably would have cost 15 20 grand which we really didn't want to do um the house was not in a great condition and we lived in it for two or three years before we actually redid the house and um yeah i put it up on gumtree and then i found this local company and they do it for a living where they re they put together old houses for affordable living and um for just yeah rental properties or um domestic violence victims like a whole range of people and they usually do it kind of further away but this block of land they actually owned kind of pop well they didn't own but it popped up and they thought that'd be perfect for the house and so it was really lucky for us that it was relocated so locally to check it out. That has blown my mind. So you just popped your old house on Gumtree and somebody picked it up, obviously, for nothing. And here you are. That's crazy. So at what stage in the design of the new build did this inside-outside space come about? Oh, it came straight away pretty much. It was on our, we sort of write a list for our builds and it was on the non-negotiable art list. So we wanted um, pretty much to be able to see the pool from as many aspects of the house as we could. And um, so you can see the pool and that outdoor area from our lounge room as you come through the hallway into the dining room from the uh, kitchen and um, it all connects essentially from the beginning. That's what we kind of wanted. 
So what does this space connect? What bookends at either side? Okay, so our house is facing sort of northeasterly, I believe. And so the back of the house, we cop quite a lot of that westerly sun. Um, and because we lived in that house for a few years before we redesigned it, we knew that that westerly sun was quite harsh. There was times in the afternoon that we couldn't even go out in the backyard. Like you couldn't look up. It was so bright. So we knew we wanted to put a room at the back of the house to sort of block that sun a bit and protect us and keep it kind of um, shaded. So that back room is a multifunctional room at the moment. It's a guest room. It's a, Sometimes it's a gym. Sometimes it's a kid's play area. It literally has no one purpose. It's a bit of an everything room at the moment, but it blocks that harsh sun so perfectly so we've got that at the back. Then we've got the deck in the middle and then we've got that kitchen. And in, off the deck there's also a little barbecue area and a little powder room and shower so that when the kids run in from the pool or everyone really, they can have a quick shower. Or if we use that back room as a guest room, there's a shower and a kitchenette for them. No one even has to come into the house if they don't need to. And so, yeah, that we've got the kitchen, then the deck, and then that multifunctional room. This space really sounds like it was designed with family in mind. There's a bathroom out there. So I'm guessing kids in the pool, wet feet running around. They don't have to go through the house. Exactly. And we're very, we like entertaining and we like being with a family and having friends over. And so that outdoor area gets used all the time. Like we, on sunny days, we have breakfast out there. We have afternoon tea out there. Like the kids have like, it's, we use it all the time. It's very um, multifunctional, but also like a, great for entertaining and yeah we just love it out there so let's talk a little bit about the materials that you've used in the space starting with the flooring now you've got the black butt timber on the inside where the kitchen is talk us through how this flows into the different timber that you've used outside in your outdoor living space so yeah this is good to clarify because i get a lot of questions about this so inside we have black butt timber but outside, we've actually used spotted gum. And that is because we want the option of having that deck graying off, but also to bring it back to that honeyish colour. And in our personal experience, not professional experience, this is just something that I have a personal preference with. I like the graying process of spotted gum a little bit better than black butt, purely because black butt can sometimes go green in that in-between stage. Whereas I find spotted gum like, just grays off really nicely and still keeps those honey undertones. So for a lot of people seeing that we've just gone black butt to black butt, but we've actually gone black butt to spotted gum and we're letting that timber gray off. But we can very easily just by re like doing a deck wash and a re-oil, we can bring it back to that sort of honey colour. I think a lot of the time something that I see on Instagram is people are afraid to match those different timbers together. I mean, here at our place in Berry, we've got black butt that actually butts into silver top stringy bark. And it's a great way to create contrast and texture in the space that you're designing as well. Absolutely. And even in furniture, like so many people get scared to use different timbers and different colours in their furniture or shelves to their flooring, but it still works. It all works beautifully together. I think like it can show different colours, but that actually is part of the beauty of timber. 
Exactly. It's the same way that you would, say, use different colored cushions or things like that if you were styling with color. Using different timbers in a space really does do the same thing. And a lot of the time, you know, people in our little circle on Instagram do have that really neutral color palette or plan on using really natural timbers and white. Exactly. So if that's the kind of thing that you're after, it is a really good way to switch up the space so it doesn't look boring. Yeah, that's right. And texture and bringing it all together, it's amazing. And the other thing with timber is that you can uh, um, oil it with so many different finishes as well. Yes. And even just something as simple as using a mat compared to a sheen can create a completely different look as well. Exactly. Yeah. Or even like clear to natural, they, they sound the same, but they're so different. So there is, oh. it's just education, isn't it? There's so much to learn about, but Um, Once you have it right, they all work together so well. Look, I hope that if you were one of those people that was a little bit hesitant about using different timbers, that Justine and I have changed your mind. We're obviously very for it and different finishes as well. So let's stay on materials, but let's move further up the space. So talk us through what you used on the walls and then all the way up into those beautiful skylights. Okay, so we've got the uh, James Hardy cladding and that's on the walls uh, of that back room and then it leads up into just a flat plaster ceiling, which originally we were going to do the V-groove ceiling as well, but I just have a real issue with lines and there was potentially like areas where the lines couldn't match up and I just couldn't deal with it. So we just want a flat finish on the ceiling. And then we've also in that ceiling got three stacked V-Lux skylights, um, which people sometimes think like it's an outdoor area. Why do you need a skylight? But we just wanted as much natural light as possible. And because we had that back room on to block that westerly sun, we still wanted to have enough light coming through in the afternoon, come through those skylights and also through the timber batten screen that we've got up the top which is also in that spotted gum timber let's talk about the styling in the space um if you haven't seen the space on justine's instagram orton house you can jump onto the blog at a buildershouse.com where i've got a collation of pictures of just this space that we're talking about as well starting with the rug and where you got that beautiful outdoor setting from yes so the styling in this space it sounds really boring but it's just really raw and natural and I had plans to bring in colored cushions and soft you know peaches and pinks and sages but as soon as I saw it all there raw and natural together it just worked and I had I had to leave it it was just amazing and it's um an Ikea rug and um, then the furniture is the, I can't remember the name. Is of, it Cans or Canes or something? I think I've looked it up from Freedom. Yes, that's the one. And then we have this beautiful like weaved basket on the coffee table and this like whiskey book and some dried flowers up in the barbecue. And that's literally it. Like, and that sort of has set the scene for the whole house. We had anticipated that we'd need so much more, but we found that the build just sort of speaks for itself so much and we have really minimal styling throughout. You're absolutely right. It's one of those builds that really does hold its own. You don't need to do too much with it. Now, for someone listening who may be in 
the design stage, maybe even early building stages and might be thinking about incorporating one of these indoor-outdoor spaces. What's your number one tip or piece of advice for them? Definitely. Can I give you two? (laughs) (laughs) Two is more than fine. One is know the direction of your house like and know how it sits on that block and how you want to use it because yeah that sun is so important so my second tip is planning like get a good architect get a good builder collaborate and come up with that plan so that there's no surprises your vision will come to life as you expected think about how you use that space do you want a shower out there? Do you want afternoon sun? Do you want it to face your pool? Like all that sort of ideas and um, concept of living comes into that planning stage. So think about the direction and the orientation of your house and plan. That's my number one tips for those areas. Justine, thank you so much for talking us through this space. But before I let you go, I have some burning questions that I want to ask. Now, the house we've been talking about is now Orton House 1. You've got Orton House 2 on the way. Tell me a little bit about it. Yes, interesting. It's exciting, but also very different to what we're used to. It's a warehouse conversion. So there's a whole different ballgame of issues and um things we have to deal with, I guess, but also really exciting. So it's going to be a duplex um, with two different themes. So completely different finishes on each side. Uh, And, yeah, we're just in the planning stages at the moment, so we have to wait for council approval and an investor, (laughs) and then we're good to go. Always the hardest part. Now, if you don't mind me asking... On at least one of the sides, are you going to stick to a similar sort of style to Orton House 1 or are you guys going completely different, out of the ballpark for both sides of the property? No, I think I have to stick to one similar because I know it works. I've already spent all that time and effort making sure that everything kind of goes together and I think it's kind of iconic to our brand now as well and it's something Like everyone walks into our house and just goes, it's so homely and inviting. And that, because these will be for resale, I need that vibe to sort of continue on. So I would definitely have one side similar, not exactly the same finishes, but, you know, that timber white finish. And then the other, I'll probably try and make like being a warehouse conversion just like our house, but slightly more industrial. That's what I'm thinking. (laughs) Justine, thank you so, so much for being a part of the Divine Room series and taking us inside the doors of Orton House into your beautiful outdoor living space. I know I personally learned a lot just about using the spotted gum and the different agings of the timber as well. I am thinking about our back deck as we speak running through the back. So thank you so much for being on and I cannot wait to see what you guys do next with Orton House too. Thank you so much. I've had a ball. I appreciate it.